0: Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Thanks for joining us for On The Pace on this Thursday morning here on Sky Sports Radio. We've got two cards of racing in New South Wales today. Tamworth gets underway in the not-too-distant future at 12.55 kickoff there this afternoon for nine races, and then we roll straight into another nine races from Penrith this evening, 6.12 is the starting time there. We had a trialling session yesterday at Menangle. Wolf Stride was able to win the open trial there in one forty and 6. That very Tinkerbell was in second. She was also really good. So a couple of the top-class pacers from New South Wales stepping out at the trials there. We also had Bathurst race last night. Nathan Turnbull continued on his excellent form and season with a training and driving double, including... Uh, former Kiwi two-year-old by the name of On Deadline who made it another win since coming across from New Zealand. He came across with a pretty good opinion around him and he's certainly getting the job done there. As mentioned, we race at Penrith this evening and Jared Alchin has two key chances there and he's also got key chances at Menangle on Saturday night as we continue on with the Breeders Challenge Series. The three-year-old semi-finals for the Colts and Geldings and the Phillies will take centre stage there on Saturday night As that uh, will be the case of the four-year-old and and Geldings in their division. And Jared's been kind enough to join us this morning to discuss all of those horses. Thanks for your time, Jared. How are you?
1: Good, thanks, Fritz. How are you?
0: Good, thank you. It's a, no doubt a pretty busy time of year for your stable, but things appear from the outside looking in to be ticking along pretty nicely.
1: Yeah, I think um, leading into these better races, it's sort of all where where I want them to be. I think probably last year I I had them Probably a week too early. I take them a little bit early. Um, so this year, i have sort of uh, left me run a little bit later. And um, I think, yeah, they're all exactly where we want them for that.
0: Well, we'll discuss those Saturday night runners shortly. But you've got two key hopes tonight at Penrith as well. They go around in races two and three. Firstly, my ultimate Chevron goes around in the second. He was second last time out at Newcastle, and he was first up there since Queensland without a trial. So the run on paper was probably pretty good. What was your assessment of it?
1: Yeah, no, I thought he was really good. He um, We didn't give him a trial and just sort of opted to take him up there. We had another two-year-old racing up there, so we thought we'd just take him as a travel mate and see how he went. But his sectionals were actually really good. He, he made ground wide off the track. I think his own sectional was 27.2, so... Um, they don't go much quicker than that off the track at Newcastle, so couldn't have been happier with the run. He seems to have come through really good. Um, the second line draw over the mile is a bit of an issue, but um, hopefully there's a bit of speed on there and um, he'll be coming home. What
0: about the smaller track? He probably looked a, a little untractable up the home straight there in Newcastle. What do we put that down to, and do you see there being any issue at Penrith? No, I don't think
1: there'll be any issue. He's um, he's just a bit of an awkward going little horse, but um, yeah, he, he sort of just runs around a little bit, but nothing to be concerned about. He's um, yeah, he generally does everything pretty right, but he's just yeah a little bit untractable at times. But the, the, the small track won't be an issue. What about my
0: ultimate Johnny in race number three? He was another that went to Queensland and returned uh, with a victory though at Penrith last time out. This guy over the. The longer trip, what did you make of that run? He went around as a pretty short price favorite. He wasn't necessarily comprehensive,
1: but he still managed to get the job done. Yeah, he's a funny big horse. Unless you really stoke him up, he doesn't sort of go. So Cameron was pretty easy on him. He was first up over the longer trip. So he sort of still went to the line with the earplugs in, although sort of they looked to get out in late. Um, I was probably a little bit more worried than Cameron after the race. I said to him, was he a bit disappointing? He said, no, not at all. He said, he's still got the earplugs in. and um, He said, you know what he's like. So I'll take Cameron's take word for it. And um, his work during the week was probably gone up a level as well, So which will need to be. It's a lot harder tonight. Um, so he, he will have need to improve from that run. But he's a horse that I've actually got a lot of time for him. I, I think like this time next year, I think... Um, He'll he'll be a really nice horse. I think he's just he's a bit green and a bit dumb and just doesn't know what it's all about yet. But I think um, in another twelve months' time, I think he's going to be a really nice horse.
0: What are the the next sort of plans for these two horses? They're both Kiwi bred, so
1: what's around the corner for them? They'll go to Temworth. Um, Scott um, from Tumby Park. He's from up that area and he loves taking a team of horses to Temworth every year. So. Um, Next year will be no exception. We'll take a load of horses up there and horses like these two and a couple others here that we've got, that they'll go up there for the Golden Guitar.
0: My old friend Byron goes around in the first of the semifinals for the three-year-old Colts and Geldings. Jared's draw one must have been music-curious.
1: Yeah, we were probably pretty lucky with all our draws on Saturday night, um, which might be a bad thing if they can make it through to the final. We might have used all our luck up there. So... Uh, I would have preferred to draw bad this week and um, get the draws next week. But um, yeah, it is what it is. And um, yeah, very happy with the draws.
0: What about my ultimate Byron as as a horse? He, we know this time last year, he was a hot pot for the two year old series. He's been pretty sparingly raced this season, but his two runs back in this preparation. He's, I guess, had to be driven in different manners. He was, good winning his heat from leaders back, and he was able to park out and win first up. So it must give you a little bit more confidence that he doesn't have to lead to win races now.
1: I've never thought he had to lead to win races. It's just that he was too aggressive um, not to... Um, and, and we probably, after his two-year-old season, we sort of set him for the New South Wales derby. Um probably knew that that wasn't his ideal trip, but still had to give him a go at it because it was in our backyard and we probably um, done the wrong thing by him there, and since then, we've cut him back to mile racing, predominantly mile racing, and I think that's where his future will lie. Um, but in saying that, he's sort of relaxing a lot better now where you can drive him a bit different. He doesn't have to lead to, to win, and um, now that he is relaxing a lot more in his races, um, yeah, he, we've got options with him, uh, and, and he's proven that he doesn't have to lead to win. So, and I knew that would be the case as long as he, as long as he, um, relaxed because he works so good in behind here at home. So what about uh, what about
0: from the yeah. draw on Saturday night in terms of the heat performance was he was he crossed in the heat or did or was that the, the plan to to drive him that little bit more conservatively and I guess what's your assessment of the speed across the front line in that semi?
1: It was actually the plan to drive him a bit more like that. Not that I thought King Tiger. I actually thought Muscle Bart might have got across in the heat, so we were happy to sort of sit in behind him. He actually after his heat win. Um, we had an accident after his um, win at Newcastle. He had a he, he got clipped um, over in the float on the way home, and he sort of was a little bit jaded for a couple of days, and um, took him a couple of days to get over it. So we didn't really want to um, drive him too aggressive in the in the heat here because I didn't think he was a hundred percent. But since then he is perfect. So yeah, we, we'll be looking to come out and try try and hold hold the front. And, uh, but if for some reason he gets crossed, it's not the end of the world because we know that now he doesn't have to lead the win. And that's the first of the semis.
0: The second of them, my ultimate Ronnie goes around here and he has to clash with Leap of fame, but the positive is that he's drawn inside of him. I know that you've always thought that this horse was probably the better going forward than my ultimate Byron. Is that still your assessment of their chances in this you still think that Ronnie's a better chance to win the Breeders' Challenge this year?
1: Yeah, I do, yeah. I, I, I've always thought he would be the better horse um, just because his tractability and 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 everything. And it's sort of panning out that way. I, I do think he's just that little bit more um, versatile, and that's probably why he'll, um, he'll end up the better horse going forward as well. But saying that, I still do think he's the better horse at the moment.
0: What but about with Leap Fame on, on Saturday night? How do you beat him this week and how do you beat him in the final?
1: Well, I probably don't really, but um, you've got to be positive. So um, we've probably got the draw on our side this this week. Um, so I guess you've got to use the draw to your advantage um, and he'll be, be getting driven very positively um, because who knows, next week we might draw outside of him and be no chance. So I guess we've got to use the draw to our advantage this week and, um, yeah, we'll be going forward. And I'd say knowing Grant and knowing how he drives that horse, I don't think he'll um, want to knock in about too much this week. I think he'll just sort of... Um, yeah, I think he'll be just happy to qualify this week and just get through and I'd say um, the horse will just... well, he looks probably immoral in the final, but... Um, we've got two hopes and we just gotta hope that we, we can find a way to beat him.
0: I know this would have been my ultimate Byron's, I guess, grand final this year being a short force race at home, but safely through this series is my ultimate Ronnie. Is there anything at the back end of year four him or, or is this his grand final as well?
1: Uh which one was that, sorry, Brett? My ultimate Ronnie. Um yeah, we'll just play it by a year. Um we're just yeah, not sure yet. We'll just get through get through this. This series and we'll uh, sit down with Scott and Jody and um, sort of map out a bit of a plan for him going forward. Um, but I I haven't thought too much into that just yet. We'll just um, we'll just get through get through hopefully this week and then hopefully the following week and then um, yeah work out what we're going to do. I'd say down the track we've had a fair fair bit of interest for Byron from America, so I'd say. Down the track, his future will probably nearly lie over there. But um, I'd say I don't think they'd look to sell Ronnie. I think he'd, um, yeah, we'll, we'll just probably look towards a chariot or something like that, um, although he'd have to improve. But I guess if you've got these nice horses, you've got to set them for these races and, and then go from there. That's
0: the boys, my ultimate Byron and my ultimate Ronnie. And Madrid, she's the defending champion. She's looking to make it the two- and three-year-old Breeders Challenge double. How is she, and where is she at in her preparation?
1: Um, Yeah, no, she seems fine. She's just pulled up really good from her her first up run. She got a little bit keen and kicked the wheels, and um, I wasn't disappointed in her her at all. She just just got a little bit tired late, and then from that run, she's really come on terrific, and um, her next couple of runs have been really good. So... Um, I think she's probably nearly as good as I've ever had her at the moment. Um, But you saying that, she's going to have to be too, you know. She's got tough opposition, and um, I know probably on paper it looks like her race on on Saturday night, but a horse i got a lot of time for is not to be denied, you know. I think it's a really nice silly and um, probably going forward, it's probably, I'd say it'll be... Like I mean, next year and going forward, I think it, it's one that's going to come out of this series and just do a terrific job. Um, I'm not saying that it can beat us this week, but I've got a lot of time for that horse. So, um, But my filly's as good as I can get her and um, she'll be going forward like she always does and um, I think she'll be hard to beat. She's almost
0: exclusively been driven in front throughout her career. I mean, she's got to get safely through this week, obviously, but then with horses like Steno and not to be denied, uh, looking to be the likely threat next week. How do you think, maybe in future, do you still think that she's the best that she can be when she's out in front, or are you looking forward to the time when you can drive her for speed? Because she does have plenty of it, we just haven't seen a
1: great deal of that. I actually think she's better driven from behind, personally, but with her gait speed and the sort of, um, she's always been in the market, so it's hard not to drive her like that. But I am looking forward to the day where we can sit her off to speed because I honestly think that that's the way to drive her. Um, but it won't be Saturday night. But I think, um, yeah, like when she when she's racing up in grade, um, like next year and going forward, because she's such a high rater now, so there's sort of, the op- options are limited with her, so she's definitely going to have to be driven with cover because next year she's not going to be the better one or one of the better ones, she's just going to be one of the bunch next year, so she's just de- going to have to get driven differently. So, um, and and I'm looking forward to that because I think that's that's the way to drive her anyway in the future.
0: She's done a great job as a two and three year old, but certainly will get harder once she steps up next year a few great chances over the next few days and then of course ahead of next week's big group one finals we really appreciate your time this morning Jared and best of luck
1: no worries thanks a lot Brett
0: Darren Elton there this morning so two good chances at Penrith tonight despite second row draws and they should certainly be good hopes in those races with a little bit of luck on their side whereas a Saturday night, the draw certainly in their favour with my ultimate Byron, my ultimate Ronnie and also Madrid looking top chance in their semi-finals of the Breeders Challenge. So that's on the pace for this Thursday morning. Penrith tonight, 6-12 kick-off. Tamworth this afternoon, not too far away with nine races there from 12.55. Finding winners uh, with Fred Hastings tomorrow morning here on Sky Sports Radio at 1030 There'll be plenty of winners to be found as part of a big 10 race card out of Menangle on Saturday night. Those Breeders Challenge semis are some of the features, as are the four-year-old Antis and Geldings Breeders Challenge heats and the Fritz Stakes is at Group 3 level for the open class pacing there.